Song, the podcast where your song becomes our song. I'm your host, Robert Perry Cruz, and with me is my very special guest, Diana Perry Cruz. Hello, Rob. Hi, Diana. So, Diana, you've been on the show a lot of times, but yep. mostly it's been to talk about a song either that I want to talk about or that we both like talking about, but I think this is only the second time that you've gotten to pick a song that only you want to talk about. It's true. Well, you let me pick my choice of Tom Petty song mm-hmm. one time. Yes. But this is only the second time that you've let me, that I have been invited on to discuss any song. Oh, good. Well, it's better late than never, I suppose. And yeah. tonight we're going to talk about Ryan Adams' To Be Young Is To Be Sad Is To Be High. The last two in parentheses yeah. from his <laughs> 2000 album, Heartbreaker. Yeah. Now, I only know a little bit of Ryan Adams, and that's mostly from, you know, we, we talk about him a little bit, or we listen to a couple of his songs, but not too, too many of them. So, w- tell me tell me Ryan Adams. Tell me a bit about Ooh, him. I don't know if I can tell you Ryan Adams, because Ryan Adams is a pretty complicated guy. Okay. As far as I can tell. <laughs> um, Ryan Adams started out in... A, band called Whiskey Town, mm-hmm. which is an alt-country band, and then Heartbreaker is one of his first solo albums as Ryan, Adam alone, Ryan Adams alone, and he then went on following that to be in, what's the name of that other Cardinals? Band? Yeah, thanks, sorry. And the Cardinals, and God knows what he's gone on to do after that. I think Ryan Adams is probably one of the most prolific song, singer-songwriters around he Mm -hmm. produces so much music and it seems like it's probably like a necessity for him to make and produce music he seems to fight off a lot of demons Mm -hmm. he was married to mandy moore for a little while Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he's definitely had his share of drug and alcohol abuse problems Mm -hmm. Uh, i did get to see him once in concert cool uh he was really inebriated um and had a fantastic time on stage mm-hmm. doing whatever he was doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those are not really the reasons why I love Ryan Adams. <laughs> but he does seem like a very complicated guy. I I really like uh, the alt-country mm-hmm. movement and the alt-country sound, which isn't that common. Describe just kind of describe how it would. Well, I'm terrible at describing music. That's why I should probably should not be your standby guest. Well, inter- when you think of alt country, what does that what does that make you think of? If I were going to say let's let's pick an alt country song, well, it's or- not like Garth Brooks. Mm-hmm. That's country. Mm-hmm. It's not like Boot Scoot Boogie. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not that. So it's alternative country. So it's often 
singers who have a southern background who have been influenced by country music in some way shape or form that tends to be it might be kind of jangly mm-hmm. rock a little bit poppy rock with a lot of guitar um the singers might have a little bit of a twang to their voice i think there tends to be some pretty good storytelling in the songs and i i love all of that i think that if a theme has emerged through the episodes that i have gotten to do and talk about songs it's that i love that twangy voice like i really do there's something about like that's why i love counting crows adam duritz too like there's just something about that plaintive quality to someone's voice that i just go gaga for so (laughs) so the all country movement is like right up my alley like i love um old 97s i love wilco uh, the Avett Brothers, like all of those guys fall mm-hmm. into the alt-country alt sound, although the early 2000s was probably the heyday mm-hmm. for that musical movement. There's still some additional people who are doing some of that sound now, mm-hmm. but Ryan Adams has m- kind of moved past the sound. His okay. music now is much more just regular old rock and roll, so it's not as interesting to me as when he was in Whiskey Town and when he was doing these initial solo albums. This is like the sweet spot for me with Ryan Adams. Gotcha. Okay. So uh, when, when now I know you said to me it was kind of difficult to pick a song of his specifically from Heartbreaker to talk about. Yeah. So is is there something specific? Because in, lis- in listening to this song, I know for me I don't have that same background as, as you have. So you know I can hear some of the kind of country. Uh, I don't want to say old timey, but uh, <laughs> like that country influence a bit. But it definitely mm-hmm. has a much more quick tempo, upbeat tone to the whole the whole proceeding. This song does, yeah. I so I really I was like, this might be my only shot to pick a song, <laughs> and um, the whole album of Heartbreaker is one of my favorite albums as a whole mm-hmm. of anything. I love it. I love the sound of it. I love it as as a whole piece. Um, you know, I definitely feel that the music that speaks to me the most is music that rem- reminds me of a certain time and place. So I was introduced to this album when I was living in New York City for a summer. It was the summer before 9-11, like mm-hmm. August of 2001. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was right when this album had come out, too. And it was... You know, a very specific time in my life where I was out there on my own and it was my first opportunity to like go out and be a grown up in a place I'd never been before and things mm-hmm. like that. Uh, so this album is, is tied for me to that one really specific time in my life. And then it also takes on that additional level of nostalgia because it was right before 9-11. Uh, so it has special meaning for me in that way. But I also think that this is just a really masterfully done album and the sounds and the emotion that it invokes for me but I think for many people who would listen is just really rich and deep and I had a hard time picking one individual song because I, I really feel like it's the amalgamation of all of these songs and all of these feelings that makes that album so good so I chose this song in particular because it's the first song on the album mm-hmm. so it sort of kicks off the sound of the album but also, it is more of an upbeat song, so I thought that your audience might enjoy 
hearing mm -hmm. it as the intro and the outro. No, it's very catchy. Uh, it's super catchy. It's like super fun and jangly. Um, but there are a lot of slower songs on here, too, that are also really lovely and that uh, Ryan Adams, you know, makes some lovely imagery with. Like Winding Wheel is another really great one. Um, there's one called Amy that's really good. There's another one that I, it is a slower one, but it's called Come Pick Me Up, mm -hmm. Take Me Out. F me up, steal my records, <laughs> and it's about break. It's a breakup song. Ah, okay. It was like a, it was like the same uh, type of lyrics as the Gautier, you know, the oh, Gautier yeah. song. Like, we did it on oh, the show, yeah. Yeah, it's the, kind of the same idea, but a precursor in in a country style. And I, that's another song I really love. Contemplated doing that one, but it's a lot slower mm -hmm. than this one. Um, so I chose this one for that reason. There's also uh, some lovely songs that he did with Whiskey Town. Mm -hmm. And there's uh, one song on the album Pneumonia that I love. It's called um, Jackson Jacksonville City Nights, I mm -hmm. think, or Lights. And there's this one phrase where he says, looking at the night sky, shoot it with my cap gun to make it seem like stars. And I just think that that is such beautiful lyricism and just beautiful imagery so i almost chose that one mm -hmm. but again it's a little bit slower mm -hmm. uh there's another song on this on heartbreaker called shakedown on ninth street mm -hmm. and that one is really fast really fun it's about street fight mm -hmm. and uh it's it's a fun song too. okay but i picked this one because i felt like it was the most representative of the album as a whole okay so it was a you kind of took a lot of the co the concepts and the qualities of the of the album that you found really tangible, really irresistible, and kind of threw it all into the one, the one like it's a pretty short song, three minute, yeah, three minute ditty kind mm -hmm. of situation. Excellent. So, I one of the things that I uh, when, when I posted for the for the preview episode, um, I I put a video, and there's no official music video. But I found a live performance of his. There were a couple of live performances of this song. And one of the things that I really enjoyed about it, and I don't know if I, I've heard a song recently or if I can even remember a song that it felt like a live performance. It was just, boom, it was right there. It was very present. It was very, I think I said tangible already. I want to say it again. It was, it was tangible. Like I, could, I could reach out and touch the song, mm -hmm. touch the performance. And... I kind of had that sense, like, oh, there's this something about this song. It feels like I'm there. And then when I looked at some of the videos on YouTube, and they were videos of live performances. Oh, yeah? None of them actually, they felt less live than this oh, song. Yeah? And I just, you know, I, I think that was it. I think that that feeling, that just the just the sort of... You it's go, got a real go raw quality yeah. to it, right? Yeah. Uh, just the go for it all, just the kind of the rockabilly, like I'm singing a little, sorry, not rockabilly, uh, alt country, but the kind of twanginess mm -hmm. of uh, I'm singing about the young boy, done me wrong, woo-ba-doo, and then <laughs> it's, uh, the lyrics are a bit silly. And, and then uh, just, okay, now we're getting into the sort of the backing guitar and just the the sort of needling on the needling on the guitar, like a little solo built in there with just the kind of strum pattern in the background, and just repeat, repeat, repeat. Uh, it just, it just, it, it just felt like right in your face. Not mm -hmm. in the way of it was, it was abrasive, but just it felt so alive. And I think that's why Immediate. it felt like a live performance. Immediate, yeah. 
Uh, I mean, does that sound at all like the feeling you get, or is, do you have a different sort of emotional tie to it because you've listened to it a lot more? I I think that this is a song that you can mostly enjoy right at face value. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I do like the immediacy and rawness of it. Again, it's his voice and the way that he's singing the song that is really persuasive about it to me. Uh, for the most part, so I don't know why that didn't translate into the live performances. I don't. I didn't see the video clip. Mm. I mean, it was just there were a couple of live ones, and I mean, they, they sounded fine. It was just something about. I mean, again, maybe it was because someone was recording it with their phone. You know, <laughs> it, yeah. it lost some of the some of the impact of the the music, but but it was it was a strange feeling. It was not not something I was really accustomed to feeling when I listened to a song because usually I listen to a song, and it's it's in the studio or it's in my radio, but wherever it is, it is somewhere other than me. And I might have a connection to it and it might make me feel something, but that's not the same with this, with the, with to be young really made me feel like I was being performed to right in the moment. And that was, that was a really cool feeling. It was a really special feeling. I appreciate that, that, that uh, you shared this one. I, it's been almost, uh, it's, well, it's, we've known each other for quite some time. I can't believe it's the first time you, you suggested I listen to the song. Is it really? Yeah. You know that I... I know, but we just, for some reason, we've never listened to Ryan Adams. I don't know why. Like, I, I, I know think you, you love like Ryan country. Adams. I guess. I, I mean, I know you it's love It's like, I don't want to listen to I know you about, like my bloody Valentine, but I don't want to listen to it. Oh, well, you should, it, that's one of the best albums of all time. I don't know what's wrong with it's you. It's just like static sound. <laughs> <laughs> Very distinct from this genre. <laughs> exactly, but I, I don't think you like this genre in, in the way that I do, so I don't well, I haven't is, asked. This was, it was super catchy. Uh, yeah. I liked it a lot. I, I, um, I want to do a little more about the music than, than lyrics. I don't know if there's anything there or there's more there than I thought or nothing there at all. But in terms of the music, I think even though that, that live performance, I think I listened to two, three times, and that really came through. But I think when the song just just clicked with me was... I don't think it was a bridge necessarily. It was sort of the end of the song when they're talking about the when Ryan Adams is talking about uh, the rains falling your way. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's just a different song. Yeah. For maybe five measures, you mm-hmm. know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's going from this this drum, you know, needle guitar to just this like very kind of quiet and yeah, it's just very like sweet song, and then it kind of slides right back into the main melody. And when I heard that, it was just whoa! That 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 just, just huge shift. Yeah, it really makes you stop, and yeah, and, and it was so pretty. And I think yeah, like like I think it kind of made me appreciate the other parts of the song too, in a way. And that was I think where it really clicked for me. Uh, does that part? And where where do you think that part kind of comes in, or, or what impact do you think it might have on on your listening to it? I think that it adds another level of depth to the song, so it's not. You can enjoy the the really loud part, but this helps you kind of slow down and maybe reflect on what the song was presenting to you as a whole. So, what 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 is this song about exactly? I, I'm not quite sure. I keep thinking it's about people dating and then they're breaking up or being mean to each other and being sad. It's, I, I I don't know. It's a lot oh. of repetition. And I'm not quite sure if I'm supposed to be putting more into it or I'm missing something. To me, I don't know what the song is really about, I guess. Um, to me, I always thought it was uh, about what it's like to be young, mm-hmm. <laughs> as implied by the title, mm-hmm. to be young. And that it's hard to be young. You are experiencing a lot of emotions all of the time. So 
many of them were unfounded. Except at the time, they seem really, really important. Mm -hmm. And uh, when you look back on that period in your life, you might see things differently than you did at the time. And then those initial emotions start to take on another level of nostalgia that Mm. you might have towards that time period. So it doesn't invalidate those like really strong, angsty emotions that you have when you're young, but it's intended to give additional perspective to that time period in your life. When they're talking about you, uh, it's to be sad, it's to be high. I, I don't like that lyric. I don't like talking about high in songs because I can never tell if it's supposed to be some sort of just feeling of natural elation or you're doing drugs. Yeah. I can't tell. And it drives me nuts because I really don't like songs about drugs very much because it's not my thing. And it sort of weirds me out when I'm like, is this supposed to be? Is this a, is this a drug song? Is this, are they they're young and they're doing drugs? Or is it just... You're sad, and then the opposite of being sad is being high because you're happy. Right. And you didn't want to just say, to be young is to be sad is to be happy because that sounds kind of <laughs> lame. Like it's a children's song. Right. <laughs> Which, where, do you, where do you fall on... I, I've always thought that you could interpret it either way. Okay. I, I don't think Ryan Adams shies away from drugs. Mm-hmm. So he might have meant actually high, high. Mm-hmm. But I think that it, it works pretty much just as well if you want to substitute happy in for high. Mm-hmm. I think the song works. Concept, not lyric. The lyric works. I just no, concept-wise, concept-wise, <laughs> I think that it it works pretty well. Okay, uh, it's to me intended to reflect like the roller coaster of emotions that you have to deal with when you are young. Maybe you deal with those by getting high, or mm-hmm. maybe you're just high on life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess that does. When you mention it like that, it does really reflect on what it is when when you are. When you are younger and everything that happens to you is the worst thing that's happened to you or the best thing that's happened to you because you literally have, like, two experiences. Mm -hmm. So you're basing it on this crap barometer of, like, I'm in love for the first time and you're not in love with anybody. You just think this person's attractive and you kind of hope that they'll make out with you. So it's the best thing that's ever happened to you and then they dump you. And you know what? You weren't going to marry that person. You don't ever want to do This person was lame to begin with, but it's the worst thing that's ever happened to you because it's never happened to you before. And that's... uh Part of the whole album is called Heartbreaker, and mm-hmm. a lot of it is reflecting on young love and the stupid things it makes you do and mm-hmm. how heightened all the emotions are in these things. He does t- say get high several times, so mm-hmm. he probably really means drugs. Okay. Shame, shame. <laughs> shame, shame, Ryan Adams. Yeah. But he says things like, uh, like young boy, mm-hmm. you done me bad, I went and did you wrong. Like To me, that's like he's reflecting on his own life mm-hmm. when he was young. He's mm-hmm. like, I did, I did something stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, but then now my older self is looking back on what my younger stupid self did. Yeah. And maybe my older self is also doing stupid things. Oh, okay. So you're thinking it's two per- two people. I- no, one person one per- looking sorry. back. Sorry, sorry. That's what I mean. Okay, so one one person. So not two people, but two two times. Yeah. In a life, one person, two times. I just I kind of just took that as being how um kind of the reciprocity of young 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 love you know like well you hurt my feelings so i'll hurt you and then it switched because it's about young young there's a young boy and then there's a young gal so i I just thought it was sort of crossing the spectrum of like hey everyone's kind of dumb when they're young and they do yeah they hurt people and then they they hurt others to get back at them and then they're sad because of course (laughs) they got hurt and then it goes away and they just move on and they're fine now or they're literally doing the 
doing the doobie. Is that what they say? What the I think that's what they say. The doing yeah. the doobs. We've actually we've been watching The Wire, so we know they they're doing dope. I'm gonna do my Lance Reddick voice. They're doing dope. That's not, that's not Lance Reddick. I'm gonna try again. How's Lance Reddick do it? What did they doing? They seem to be doing dope. Lance Reddick. I'm sorry, Lance Reddick. I know you're listening. I'm trying to do. I, I respect you as an actor. I'm just trying to do your voice. It's not working. I think that was really spot on. Was it good? I thought it was pretty. Really, we'll, we'll really the, great. We'll, <laughs> we'll listen to the recording. <laughs> so. Heartbreak. Yeah. No, sorry, not and, heartbreak. And then uh, this isn't really lyr- this isn't lyrics, but I just love the way when he says, "Oh man, oh yeah. man," I just love. <laughs> that's probably what I love about the whole song. <laughs> it's around, I it's just around love the same it. time as the rain. They kind of at the end. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, is it? It's not. The, it's not the same portion of the song, but it's within within a few okay. kind of bars of each other. Uh, just just kind of. This the, song makes you want to dance. It's super danceable, and, mm-hmm. and, it, and it does it does follow like a really easy pattern. Like I'm listening, I'm listening, and now I'm kind of dancing. Yeah. you're noodling <laughs> on the guitar, woo! Uh, and, and it does have like a good form, but I, I think if you have a lot of guitar solos, then especially with that break near the end, with the rain fall away, there's mm-hmm. just real real shift in, in music and tone. I think that makes a song that you know it does kind of repeat on on a pretty basic melodic theme but it never feels like the same song over and over because there's so much that almost feels improvised in between there and then there's a shift at the end and it really just keeps the song moving and then if the song knows when it's done and just boom mm-hmm. it's over oh man it's over yeah let's do another song on my album right right yeah and i think that's the way that ryan adams probably approaches his songwriting as well is uh i feel like he just has to write these songs to get them out of his system and he probably hates everything that he's ever made after it's over you know i think he's like an artiste yeah in that sense he just has to get it out which is why he's just so prolific and some of his work does suffer from that um he had a double album after this i think called gold and i really enjoyed it but if it had probably been one cd versus Mm. two it would have been stronger Mm -hmm. um you know I, I, all my albums that I produce are just solid. Yeah, there's 10 songs, short, simple, hits. done. So you probably should take a cue from me oh, versus yeah. being the tortured genius that he is. Mm-hmm. But, you know, what What do I know? After I do a couple of listens, I try to go and see what did people, you know, what's, what was the historical context of some of the album? Like, was it well received? Have people think different of it now than they did when it first came out? Mm-hmm. And I, it, mostly I got a lot of good reviews, but I think it was either The Village Voice or some snooty snooty artsy fartsy paper that did not like this album however they did say specifically to be young is to is to be sad is to be high that's the song you oh yeah one song from this turd album it that's, is not that's the one it's, it's, it's a great album almost everyone this album it, gets really good critical acclaim it's it was just the one paper i just remember they specifically mentioned right, this is the song here I, that's why i don't like music criticism i don't know if i talked about it on the show too much but when I when I look at music music criticism, I really just either want it to be someone who has a different vocabulary, music vocabulary. Sometimes it helps to have that extra vocabulary. And then there's the historical context too, because again, a lot of albums, you know, that there are some albums that everybody hated that then went on to be, oh no, everyone says it's one of the best albums now, but for whatever reason, it was it was crummy. But I feel like mo- music more than any other type of media, the folks who are reviewing it have it feels like way more bias and, and i think again it comes down to the fact that i think music more than any other medium is incredibly personal 
So I can yeah. see why a song that somebody just loves and the album that somebody loves and they listen to and listen to and listen to it could be so derided by somebody else. Whereas with movies, I think you get that a bit, but not as much. I think books would probably be the closest to music in terms of just wide, wide differential in terms of what do the critics say and then what do the people reading it say and then what do your friends say. I think music's very similar in terms of there's yeah. so much out there and it's so hard to I pin down. I think visual art is even more so mm-hmm. subjective. I think everyone doesn't know enough about visual art that everyone's like, I think that's pretty or whatever, and then they move on because they don't want anyone to know they can't talk about. So that's what I do, at least. I, I think I'm very successful at that. It's colors. When yes. you're talking about modern art, it is it is very subjective. I wish they'd tell me if they meant it to be like, I'd like the modern artist to come out to me and say, by the way, I want you to interpret this. Or, by the way, this is what it means. It's like, yeah, tell me which one. If you want me to interpret it, I'll interpret it. If you don't, you just make me feel like you're waiting behind me so that you can be like, what do you think it's about? And I'll say, oh, I think it's, it seems like it's a metaphor for, for birth. No, you idiot. It's about government. You're stupid and I hate you. It's like, oh, thanks. No, thanks, one, Once the art is made and has been delivered to the audience, it is up to the audience to interpret. Oh, wow. My, my hypothetical artiste that's standing behind me does not agree <laughs> with you. That guy's a jerk. He sounds like a jerk. So total jerk. I want to watch his art. I'd rather listen to, to some Ryan Adams songs. <laughs> I know we've disagreed about... N- neither of us are smokers and neither of us are uh, proponents of smoking. However, we've differed in the fact that I think smoking <laughs> is really cool. Even though I do not support it. I do not, I do not want people to smoke. I do not want people to smoke around me. But it's super cool. <laughs> Whereas you do not think it is. Well, why do you think we disagree on that? Because you don't think smoking is cool. And I well, that's only because cool. you want to discuss it in front of the children. I do not talk about sm- well. Let's, smoking that- is super cool. Okay, you, okay, you do yeah. agree it is super cool. I was going to say if you disagree that smoking is cool, you have to look at the cover for Heartbreaker. There is no denying the coolness of that cover. That's super cool. Ryan Adams is just lying there, and he's got the cigarette kind of dangling out of his mouth. He's wearing like, like a, he's wearing like a black leather jacket. His like black hair is like swept across his forehead. Mm-hmm. And he's, yeah, and he's laying on his back, and then the cigarette is like dangling out of his mouth. He's got his eyes closed and his hand on his chest. That, see, that's 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 rock star cool. Like they're right there. Yeah. So okay, so if any any of you people out there, we can all we can all agree or, or disagree. You can disagree if you want, but that, that smoking's not good for you. You shouldn't smoke, but it's super cool. I don't want people to tell me that just because it's not good for you, it's not cool because it totally is. We, even Diane and I agree about that. I can't believe all these years I thought you disagreed with me on that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thank God for this podcast. Oh, my. So we've talked about a lot of subjects unrelated to Ryan Adams, but some related to Ryan Adams and and To Be Young. And I know why it's your song, but why should it be our song? I uh, Well, I really want this song to be a gateway song so that people will listen to more Ryan Adams because it's, like I said, like this is a good song, Mm -hmm. but it's the canon of his music as a larger whole that I really think should be experienced. He's, he's, he's a, I don't know that much about music, but I enjoy the sound of his songs a good bit, but I really love his lyrics and I really love his voice. And you know me, that's what I always come back to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I really want people to, to give him a listen in a larger sense. And this album is for me the best album, but he has a lot of great stuff. He's got a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. but he's also got a lot of great stuff. Cool. So it's it's worth a listen. This song in particular is just super catchy and fun. Okay. 
So for everyone at home, I hope you now consider Ryan Adams to be young is to be sad is to be high in parentheses to be our song. Mm. Well, Diana, thank you so much for being on the show and picking your very own song. I think it's been episode one was the last time we really did (laughs) (laughs) just did it like this. Yeah, a song and and not a song, even though I know you love Ryan Adams. I don't think I could have named a single Ryan Adams song before this one, which is which is weird. And I don't think I've tried to avoid it. It just sort of hasn't hasn't come up. So I'm glad we have this chance to to go have different interests. (laughs) We can. It's okay. It's healthy for the relationship, I suppose. (laughs) (laughs) Well, everyone at home, thanks so much for listening to the show. Sorry, we're a little late this week. One or the other of us was falling asleep and or we wanted to watch TV. So, you know, that happens. So uh, we're at playingoursong.net is our website. You can go there to find a preview episode before every full episode where we have the lyrics. We have places to buy the songs, usually music video or so. Uh, So please check that out. You can email me at rob at playingoursong.net. You can find us on social media at playing underscore our song, Facebook and Twitter, uh, where I have not posted a lot of stuff recently because uh, we've been working on our own or other show unrelated to music. Uh, So... Thanks so much for listening. If you have ideas for a song or if you yourself are interested in sharing a song, we'd love to hear it. Uh, so thanks again, Diana. Thanks. You're welcome. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having me. Uh, anytime. We'd we'll, love to have you on the show. For everyone else, thanks so much, and we'll see you next week. But until then, remember, it's your song, so play it long and play it loud. Bye. Bye. Bye.